Welcome to the Self Love Podcast, the show that helps crack open your heart and inspire a deeper regard for your own well-being and happiness. Proudly brought to you by 28 Essentials, here's your host, the gorgeous Kim Morrison. Welcome to the Self Love Podcast. This week's quickie, having just turned 55 years of age, thought it would be quite appropriate to talk about self-care. Now, I know I've spoken about this topic for over three decades, and so I know for those of you who've followed me for some time, this is no new information. So today really is a quickie, a reminder of the importance of self-care. I know that sometimes life can just make self-care go to the bottom of the list. And I appreciate that it's really hard to actually make yourself go to the top of the list, especially when you're full on in your career, work, making money, living life, in relationships, looking after family, maybe you're a mom, all of the things that it takes to actually give and make the world tick. As we know, we often go to the bottom. But what if you could make self-care one of your highest priorities? What if you became the example for everyone around you so that even if it was just micro moments of mindfulness, triple M's, I call them, just little moments where you get to give yourself a little break. Could be for some of us just going to the loo, but that's why I have my aromatic spritz in there. Sometimes that 10 second spritz is about as all as I've got. But if it's mindful and if it's done with thought and intention, these are the things that can fill your cup. So think about what are your physical, mental, spiritual, and emotional needs. We know that when we neglect our needs, there is so much research proving that we're more likely to experience deeper levels of unhappiness, sadness, low self-esteem, even feelings of resentment. So it's really incredibly vital that you remember that your own self-care plan will be, be unique to you and your individual needs. And it will evolve depending on your challenges, the transitions, things coming up, or where you're at right here, right now. Perhaps one of the best things we can do is actually let our family and friends know. I'm taking some time out. I'm just going to give some me time to me. Taking the challenge to honor yourself and to listen to what is essential for your own spiritual, emotional, and physical needs is imperative. So when I think about it for me, I do love to notice the simple things, things that don't have to cost a lot of time or money. So for my physical well-being, food is the number one most critical thing I could ever suggest for self-care. Looking at the quality of the food, the amount of foods, am I snacking unnecessarily? What am I reaching for? What am I craving? They are all signals of the level or no level of self-care. Think about whether or not you engage in physical activity. Moving your body is one of the most amazing ways to support not only your functional movement, but also your mindset. When we move our body, we feel better. There is no doubt. And I'm yet to meet anyone who's ever been out for a walk, gone for a run, been to the gym, had a swim, who's gone, "Mm, wish I hadn't done that. And also asking yourself, what is your quality of sleep? How do you feel when you wake up? These three things are imperative for your physical well-being. 
When I think about my emotional well-being, well, we can go through a range of emotions at any one point, really, can't we? So when I review my day or my week and I have to look at what are my clear boundaries, this is one of the most important things that's taken me a lot of practice to actually engage with that can be respected by not only my family and friends, but also my clients, my colleagues. I also know that for my emotional welfare, having a beautiful community of like-minded souls, a beautiful close inner friendship circle, people that will actually support me and help me to overcome life's obstacles, they are critical, key parts in my own self-care. And also, I'm constantly asking myself, how am I responding to life? Am I reacting or am I responding? And so when you think about reaction as opposed to response, I actually want you to realize that you are then becoming the observer. You are really witnessing yourself and taking responsibility and accountability for how you behave, no matter what's going on in the world. Noticing how you behave, your emotional responses is one of the critical key guides to looking after yourself with love and care. And finally, the spiritual well-being. Often I'll stop and try to listen to my inner voice. I'll often interview myself. And then I want to know how strong is that connection to self? I always think about my purpose, my legacy. What is it that I'm really contributing in life to my friends, my family, my community, even the planet when it comes to my beautiful business? So really think about your purpose. And if you do not know what your purpose is, my grandmother always said, if you don't know what to do, if you're not sure what it's about, serve serve others. That is a beautiful purpose. And do I love life is a question I ask myself often. Do I love my life? And I can honestly say through all the trials and tribulations, the ups and the downs, the lows and the highs, I am very privileged to say that no matter what's happened in my world, I do notice the rose-tinted glasses, the sunny disposition, and the absolute belief I will get up, out, over, and through anything that life presents to me. So think about any of these areas in your own well-being. Ask yourself, where could you do with a bit of tune-up, maybe a little bit more time? Also really notice that the most important thing in this day and age is I believe it's really important to know you can ask for help. Look for the areas that need guidance. Ask for assistance. You may have friends that are really well educated in some of these areas. You may have to pay someone to get education in these areas and support, but it is an investment, not a cost. Also things like yoga, Pilates, the gym, PT, any of those things where you can Actually go somewhere and have someone guide and support you is a really beautiful addition to your self-care repertoire. Of course, I appreciate that's an expense, but if you can afford it, absolutely, you will make it a priority. You can also look at coaches, mentors, psychologists, psychotherapists, all of these different people will support you to ensure your emotional and spiritual well-being is completely intact. And if not, They will give you the guidance and the pathway to know you'll be back before you know it. I can promise you when you ask for help, when you actually contribute by looking for suggestions and ways to support your self-care, the answers come. So there you have it, my beautiful self-love podcast listener. A few things to think about when it comes to self-care. 
You are the most important thing on this planet. Your health, your well-being, your happiness actually determines and creates a ripple effect for everyone around you. So take stock, take a check, and make sure you make yourself number one. Take care. Be kind. Thanks for listening to the Self Love Podcast. Be sure to write a review and share the love with your friends and family. And head over and visit Kim and her team at 28.com. That's the word 20 and the number 8.com. Take good care. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.